Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this sunny Monday. Uh, we want to uh, say praise the Lord to all the people of God, and we hope that you had a blessed uh, weekend, and uh, we hope that your morning worship service uh, was all that God intended for it to be and that it made an impact on you. Uh, we want to, uh, first off, give honor to God who's ahead of our life and to our Honorable Pastor Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our First Lady, Lady Paulette, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom. We want to definitely honor the Lord for his goodness toward all of us and to all of you. Uh, we have a great topic on today. Uh, one of the things we want to talk about today before we uh, get into prayer and get on our topic is we want to talk about all the different events that have happened um, throughout this weekend. So uh, that's going to be a part of our prayer request today that we will pray uh, not only for uh, the believers, but let us pray for all of our fellow man, uh, fellow brothers and sisters uh, on the face of this earth that are going through different things that God may uh, minister to them and let them know that uh, God is calling us to be saved. And that's one of the first and foremost things that I want to talk about. Uh, I did hear some disturbing news. Uh, uh, there's supposedly uh, been an incident on Sunday. I'm not sure uh, of all of the details of it, but I'm hearing that uh, that was a situation where um, there's one uh, person that has deceased and 14 injured after a shooting uh, at a Texas vigil. So I'm not sure uh, what all that is about. But saints, we're in the last and evil days. And so, uh, as I alluded to last week, uh, you're really not safe anywhere. And so, other than in the will of God, that's the safest place for us to be. Because if uh, we happen to um, be in a tragedy, uh, we will uh, solidify uh, our lives with uh, the Lord caring for his people in terms of we know that we'll sleep in the Lord. But that's not what I want to talk about today. I just wanted to say that because there's so many things going on. Then there was a tornado uh, that went through uh, somewhat the Midwest and the South, uh, Illinois, and I believe Kentucky and uh, Tennessee and some parts of Arkansas. Uh, and we hope and pray that all uh, is well with those people uh, in those particular regions and where our prayers and our condolence, our prayers go out to those families. And, uh, we hope and pray that, uh, God will grant them some consolation and that they would, uh, receive some solace and some consolation and, uh, some comfort, uh, that the Lord will grant unto them during their grief and their sorrows. And so we definitely want to be praying for those family saints, um, Let's continue to pray for the sick that's among us. Let us pray for our leadership, our bishop, our presiding bishop, our assisting presiding bishop, our senior bishop, Bishop Scott, uh, Bishop Mark Jones and saints in Florida. Let's continue to pray for them as well as all of the NPPCI churches. So that includes every one of us. All right. And so I want to go before the Lord in prayer. And so let us remember those things in prayer. But uh, in, in terms of that uh, uh, tornado, I'm not sure how many was uh, 
injured or displaced, but uh, it it was a, a a pretty huge tornado. That's that's uh, I heard that it was. Now I could be wrong. Don't quote me on it, but I heard that that tornado was approximately 200 miles wide. And uh, I think it's, I, I've never, uh, you know, I've never heard of seeing during my lifetime a tornado that big. And so uh, that should get our attention. And the Bible lets us know, you know, that God is, uh, he's angry at the wicked every day. And so um, I'm not saying that uh, that's the reason why it happened. But what I'm saying is, uh, we never know when the wrath of God is going to be uh, unleashed. And so we need to prepare our hearts to seek the Lord. All right. So that's that's what I'm really pointing toward, that we should solidify our hearts to seek the Lord and uh, uh, continue to seek him uh, in this life, that we may make sure that our anchor holds and grip that solid rock. All right. And so let us continue to pray for that. Let us pray for. Uh, the brethren, our national brotherhood, as well as our local brethren. Let us continue to pray for each and every one that desire to be saved and those that God calling unto repentance. We pray that they will uh, be uh, unto repentance, that it would be broken and contrite, and that it will be according to God's word, uh, that their repentance, amen, uh, God will grant them the repentance and that they may be restored and uh, that they uh, may their prayers and petitions may be received. Uh, definitely want to say um, uh, to the people of God today, uh, continue to remain prayerful. These are watchful times that we need to be prayerful. And let us just be careful when we go out in the public. All right. I know it sounds redundant, but uh, sometimes we just take things for granted. And uh, oh, yeah, it's one other thing I want to share. Uh, let us please pray. Um for the 87 year old lady that uh, I heard that was very alarming. I think it was somewhere in Waukesha still. It's been a lot of incidents in Waukesha in our particular state for some reason. But anyway, to make a long story short, uh, I believe it's a 14 year old uh, hijacked or, or carjacked a 87 year old lady. And uh, I guess he sexually assaulted her and then threatened her. And he said that now these don't quote me on it. This is just what I gather from uh, the media, from the news media. Uh, he said something uh, to this uh, particular fact. Uh, he said something about that uh, he was the devil and uh, he knew where she lived, you know, to some type of effect. And I guess I say this to say that is that we don't know what forces uh, is in people, you know, People picked up demonic. Uh, we'll get into it when we talk about this lesson today. You never know what's in people. You know, uh, you know, people can they can look OK, but they can be filled with demons. You just never know. And so, saints, let us remain. Let us remain prayerful, watchful and let us have a stronger sense of discernment that we would ask and petition the Lord for in this particular prayer hour. OK, because you never know who you're working with, what co-worker you're working beside. You never know if they're going to go out to the car and come back and and light up the whole place. You just never know what's going on with people. And so we need to be prayerful and watchful because you never know what people are battling with. All right. And so let us pray, saints. Let us pray that God will keep his hands up on us. Let us pray at this time. Uh, 
Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, we come before thee, O God, to give you thanks and praise again, as we oft time do. Lord, we come to give you, O God, all the glory and the honor on today, Lord, for our lives, our very lives, and for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us and your people. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For being a merciful Savior. We thank you, Lord, for our families and our loved ones. And, oh, God, even those that are on this broadcast today to share with us. Oh, God, help us right now. Oh, God, as we seek you through the word of God. Oh, God, as we seek you, oh, God, through, oh, God, revelation of the word of God, that you would touch us and anoint us. Give us increase, oh, God, endow us again, Lord. We know not what your people need, oh, God, but you know what we have need of. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise in the name of Jesus. Touch those families that's been affected, God, by the various calamities, God. It could have been the other way. It could have been us. Oh, God, in some cases it was us. And Father, you yet brought us out. We thank you for it. And Father, we give you praise. Look on those families now, even those that are hurt individual, those that have lost, oh God, loved ones through the vigil that they were having. Touch and comfort them now and give them solace, oh God. In the name of Jesus, touch, oh God, even those, oh God, that were in the calamity, oh God, of, oh God, the natural disaster. Oh God, bless them in the recovery efforts. In the name of Jesus. And Father, grant them strength that they will look to you, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. And Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise. And we trust you for healing. Oh, God, breakthrough and deliverance. In Jesus' name, we pray to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So we thank God for the prayer that's been prayed. Um, and we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about our subject that we have uh, for this particular uh, week. Uh, we started on it. We're on our part two. It's a three-part series. We're on our part two. And just for those of you that follow along, uh, the series get updated uh, every Wednesday on the Podbean. And so if you want to follow us on Podbean, uh, you'll see those updates uh, on every uh, Monday and Wednesday, rather. Monday and Wednesday, they'll be updated so you can follow along with us. All right. And so we're going to talk about today for our subject uh, discussion today, opposing forces. This is our part two of uh, opposing forces. And we want to be talking about uh, the opposing forces that we face. And we also want to talk about the subject submitting unto God. All right. Submitting unto God. And that's something that every believer uh, must do uh, to warrant protection and provision by the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you uh, want to... Um, go outside of the ark of safety, then you're on your own. But if we want to be warranted, warranted the promises of God and the deliverance of God, we must walk according to the word of God. All right. And I hope you stay with me. We're going to go to our scripture. Uh, as we talked about um, the opposing force, we talked about the different attacks Um that have been launched on the people of God, that's been launched on the world, that's been launched in our world that we live in. And there's people uh, that's not uh, 
sober and vigilant. They're not aware of the attack. And notice I said last week, and I'm just recapping on what I said last week, the enemy preys on the weak and the vulnerable and those that are not aware. And I talked about when you, when we watch National Geographic, because I alluded to Wild Kingdom, but Wild Kingdom was back for those that's over 50 years old. All right. If you're over 50, you know what Wild Kingdom is. All right. But uh, when we talk about National Geographic, you watch those animal pictures, wildlife, and you will see those nice tender gazelles, the older mature gazelles surround and insulate the younger tender ones and that are weaker and more vulnerable and don't have the strength or the speed to ward off the attack. Now I'm using this as a natural point to convey a spiritual message. And we too, uh, I don't care how young and vibrant and strong we think we are. We need to insulate ourselves with the wisdom of the older leaders and, and oh Lord saints, you know, this is why a lot of times I refer to my Bishop because I refer to my Bishop because uh, he been through a lot of things. And I refer to my Bishop because he's been through a lot of spiritual things as well as natural things. And so I can go to my Bishop and ask my Bishop for some help. Praise God. And, you know, mainly we can go to the Lord and ask the Lord for some help. But I'm saying in terms of when we need help and need to be educated and counseled about things that we haven't uh, seen or encountered. And so not necessarily saying he has encountered everything, but just to deal with a point of view, we should seek out counsel. I guess that's the point I'm making. We should seek out counsel from the older believers just in case, <laughs> praise God. And so that's the point I want to make. You know, when we're dealing with these opposing forces, you know, saints been attacked. And so some of them have testimonies of deliverance, testimonies of victory. And some of them have testimonies of that they didn't get the victory, but God granted it to them after they trusted and waited on God. And so these are the types of uh, examples that we want to use because we can go and get help in the areas of our life that we need it, that we need it in when we're being opposed. I want to say this as we go to the scripture, let's go to um, our first scripture. And I think we read it uh, on last week. First uh, uh, Peter uh, uh, five and eight, we can go first Peter five and eight. That's what we're going to do. All right. I think we read it on last week, but we want to read it again. Some people probably say, well, why are we going back over it again? Let's look at first Peter five and eight. He says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, we get this mixed up sometime as believers. Uh, I'm not your enemy. We supposed to be fighting the devil together. Hmm? I'm not your enemy. And sometimes we get it twisted and we think that we each other's enemy. No, the force that's against God is our enemy. Hmm? If we be Paul, oh Lord, and the word of God says, if, if God be for us, who can be against us? And so if Jesus had came across a situation where his disciples saw some other disciples and they wanted to question what was those disciples doing? 
And Jesus stopped them right away. And I'm just paraphrasing. You'll find it in the scripture. He said, if they uh, be for us, then they not against us. Hmm? In so many words. So if, if they be for the work, they can't be against us. And so, so many times because people don't, you know, oh, Lord, look like us, talk like us. Oh, Lord. Huh? Like the same things we like. We think that they're opposing or they're against us. No, no, no. That's not what the Bible is dealing with. We're talking about these spiritual forces that's anti-God. And we are living in a time, we're living in an age, we're living in a system now, we're living under even a government that's starting to pass laws that opposes the word of God, the things of God. And these are the things that we need to understand. The attack has already been launched. Praise God. And we need to be watchful. Hmm? And the first thing uh, uh, Peter gives advice to the younger elders and the young men, he tells them in 1 Peter 5 and 1, he said, I exhort you who also I'm an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partake of the glory that shall be revealed. He tells them right away to feed the flock of God. Hmm? He tells those young leaders to feed the flock of God. And I'm saying to you is we need to be taught about these forces that's coming against us. Then he goes farther down into a discourse where he tells the younger should submit to the elder. Hmm? He goes down into the discourse, talks about how the younger elders or younger ministers or the younger people of God should submit to the older saints. Praise God. Hmm? And then he goes into another discourse and tells us to be subject to one another and close in humility. Hmm? We got some work to do, saints. I'm, I'm just going to say it. We got some work to do. You know, we in a time now, oh, Lord, where people are more puffed up and in themselves. But I'm learning to be more humble and to be more gracious because God is the avenger. Hmm? You do what you want to do. You want to assassinate my character. You want to uh, launch your attack on me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see other believers. Uh, oh Lord. I don't see other believers as an enemy or as an adversary, but you better know to every believer, to, to every believer, the devil is an adversary. Hmm? Satanic uh, attacks from Satan is an adversary. Hmm? And they're launched in many facets. I want to explain it to you. He says here, the first thing he says in first uh, Peter five and five, he said, likewise, the younger submit unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another and be clothed with humility. Hmm? It's a bad thing. We can't be subject one to another. Hmm? And we need to put these titles to the side and learn how to be subject to one another. Hmm? It doesn't matter about our title. Can we, you know, Jesus said now, if, if you're going to be great in the kingdom, hmm, huh? he said, now, if we're going to be great in the kingdom, then we got to, we got to serve. We got to serve one another. Hmm? The least one. We got to be, oh Lord, if we're going to be great, we got to be willing to take the lower seat. And too many times we get in our pride, we get in our flesh and we don't realize that there is forces 
beyond what we see, beyond what we know, hmm? beyond what we can all, Lord, uh, see, touch, taste, smell, and hear hmm? with our five senses. There's other forces out there that's against the people of God. And we need to fortify our spirit in prayer, in supplication, with thanksgiving, oh Lord, fasting and prayer in the word of God, in submission, one to another, praise God. And we want to thank God for all of you that have just come on with us. But we're at 1 Peter 5 and 6 now. We're in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 6, and we're talking about these opposing forces that's attacking the body of Christ. Hmm? He tells us to humble ourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he care for you. He goes through this discourse to let them know, to humble themselves and let them know that God cares for you. We humble ourselves, submit to each other, and know that God cares for us. And then he goes into a different dis discourse where I talked about the tender gazelles. The tender gazelle, if he doesn't stay with the larger animals, as I talked about National Geographic's Wild Kingdom and different uh, uh, wildlife shows and documentaries, we got to look at it from a natural perspective. The young ones need to stay close to the older ones so they can learn and be taught. Praise God. Hmm? It's no time to dislodge yourself and stray away from the, oh Lord, stray away from the, 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 the wiser, the aged saints. And you know, them little ones, they stray away from the fly. And then that lion is laying in the cut. He's laying in the weeds. Praise God. And I want to say this on a spiritual level. The devil is laying in the weeds for you. Hmm? Why are you telling your mama, you know, you know what's best. And, you know, mama's, you know, you can't go, you can't, you can't go out and do what everybody else doing. Hmm? This is what, this is, this is what protection is for is to keep you from being attacked. And sometimes we can't see that our parents or our loved ones is, and our pastors, our leaders, they're trying to protect all oh Lord to fly. Hmm? Sometimes we look at it as restriction, you know, a legalism. You know, I can't, you know, I can't do like everybody else. Well, you, you can do like everybody else if you want to wind up like everybody else. Praise God. That's the result of it. Because everybody ain't going to tell you that the devil is out there to attack. Praise God. And I want to let you know that that little gazelle, when he strays off from the main portion of the of, of the older uh, uh, animals, the mother, the older animals to protect them in the flock, that lion is laying in the weeds, laying in the cut so he can devour that weak tender one. So when he launches an attack and, and you don't stay with the, with the flock and, and, and hear, hear the call of the older ones, guess what's going to happen? When we don't heed to the counsel of the older one, guess what? We're going to get caught in the mouth of the lion. And if we get caught in the mouth of the lion, it's nobody's fault but ours. Now, look at this. I, I want to I get to this point here. He says here in 1 Peter 5 and 8, 
be sober. That's the first thing he tells them to do is to be sober. Hmm? Be sober mean to be alert. Be vigilant mean to be agile. Huh? So we got to be alert and agile. We got to be alert and ready to move at the call of, oh Lord, the Holy Ghost at the call of leadership, at the call of the older ones. Praise God. Hmm? And it's very, very important. We got to move when God said move. Look at this. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil is your adversary. I'm not your adversary. The devil is the adversary. Huh? And he says, and he says, the devil as a roaring lion didn't say he was a lion. The lion roars to put fear in the younger ones. He roars. And when he roars, he confuses. Oh, Lord. He confuses his prey. Hmm? And if we get confused at the roar of the lion, huh? we can mess around and get devoured. Because hmm? he's looking for the weak, for those that are not agile, for those that are not strong, and for those that are not protected by the older ones. He's looking to launch his attack and knock them out of the fold. Look at this now. Very important. The lion attacks the young, the sick, the straggling animals who not alert. And look at this. The enemy, he's lurking. And this is why Peter warns for all believers to watch out for Satan's attack. Hmm? Especially when we're suffering, going through things, when we're feeling persecuted feeling alone hmm? or we're so focused on our trouble that we're not focused on the attack. Praise God. And I want to let you know, there's some opposing forces out there and we must be geared up in the armor of God. Let us go. Now we've been to roll with it. Now we've been to roll with it. Praise God. Let us go to um, our next scripture. We're going to go to our next scripture. Uh, but I want to finish this point. We can't just be focused on our trouble, but we got to remember to watch for danger, especially for Satan's attack. Hmm? We should keep, oh Lord, we should keep our eyes on Jesus. Huh? And we should seek out support from other stronger believers. Praise God. No man is an island to himself. Huh? It takes all of us. Praise God. Hmm? The military, the military, uh, the, the, oh Lord, the armed forces have a motto or a slogan they use. And if we go into this war and go into this battle, it's going to take all of us. Praise God. And I won't let you know today. If you think you're going to win this war, oh Lord, it's going to take Christ and it's going to take all of us. Hmm? We're not going to win this by ourselves. Hmm? We need other believers. We need other, oh, we need fellowship, oh, Lord. We need support of other believers to join with us, oh, in arms and arms, in prayer and fasting and reading the word, seeking the word of God and proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is how we win this war, praise God, by walking by faith and not by sight. 
We need to sharpen and strengthen our faith in God. Praise God. Look at this now. So get ready to get out of here. And we just want to exhort you today. And we'll be picking up uh, part three on Wednesday at one o'clock at the Lord's will. Back here on the Faith in God Internet TV. Look at this. We should make sure we seek our Christian support, keep our eyes on Christ. And our main thing that James talked about, we're going to James chapter four. Hmm? James four and seven. James four and seven, he says, submit yourselves. Hmm? James four and seven says, submit yourself, therefore unto God. And resist the devil, and he shall flee from you. Hmm? He said, where he says, he says now, he says, I want to read it for you now. James 4 and 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And this is the thing that every believer, we must be taught submission. Hmm? The devil ain't going nowhere if we don't submit to God. Hmm? We can say, I got the devil under my feet if we want to. And you don't submit to God. Hmm? This enemy we've been fighting has been opposing since the beginning. Hmm? He opposes God and he opposes the things of God and he opposes everything that is called of God. And so we must be armed and insulated in the things of God. And we must submit to God first and resist the devil. And he will flee from you. This is what he says. So it's very important that we have uh, uh, the framework of submission, humility. Hmm? We're not going to win this war alone. It takes all of us. All right. It's very, very important. Satan already has been defeated. You will see it in Colossians 2 and 13 through 15. He already been defeated. Huh? But guess what? In order for us to hold victory, we must submit to God to keep that victory. Praise God. Hmm? If we get outside of God, we're not going to win. Praise God. We get outside of God's word, outside of God's holiness, outside of God's oh, godly character, we're going to lose. Hmm? I won't let you know. He's trying to win every believer over with evil. He tried to do it to Jesus. Oh, Lord. In the Garden of Gethsemane, he tried to do, oh, Lord. He tried to do it to Jesus when he went in the wilderness. Hmm? When the enemy put pressure on us, oh, he tried to overthrow us. Look at this. How can we draw close to God? Hmm? James, give us five uh, ways we can submit to God. Hmm? How can we draw close to God? Number one, we need to submit. Number, oh Lord, and realize that we need his forgiveness. That's one way we can submit to God. And be willing to follow the word of God. Be willing to follow God. Hmm? Number two, resist the devil. Don't allow him to entice or attempt you. Because the Bible says, Every man is tempted when he's drawn away from his own lust 
and enticed. Hmm? So when we get entangled in our own lust, huh? when lust is conceived, it brings forth sin. And sin, when it's finished, brings forth death. These are, these are the two concepts here. The third concept is going to be we got to cleanse our hands. James talks about cleansing your hands, huh? From sin, huh? <laughs> oh, Lord. It's very important. We got to be not afraid to express deep, heartfelt sorrow, repentance. That's number four. And number five, we must humble ourselves according to James, and he will lift you up. Hmm? We must humble ourselves, according to James 4 and 10, and he will lift you up. Hmm? So it's very, very important that we look at these five different areas, how we can get close to God. All right? So now we're going to go to our next point. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Ephesians. When I talked about we're not your enemy, we're not our enemy. And then we're going to our final scripture uh, for today. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter six, and then we're going to go to second Corinthians uh, 10 and four. Huh? Well, let's, let's do that. We can go to second Corinthians 10 and four. All right. All right. Let's go to Ephesians. I'm going to go to Ephesians chapter six. Let's go to Ephesians chapter six, verse number uh, 10. We're going to go down to about 12, 13. All right, let's go to Ephesians 6 and 10. All right. Now, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. We're not going to get into everything, but we're going to talk about it for a minute. Um, opposing forces. Hmm? Submitting unto God. Look at this now. He tells them here in uh, Ephesians uh, 6 and 10, he said, Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Notice I said it takes all of us. So we our strength come from the Lord. We have no strength, no might, except it come from God. All right. And first thing, Romans 13 said, we're not going to get it. But Romans 13 and one says, let every soul be subject to the high power. Huh? We need to be subject, number one, to God hmm? and to one another. Now, let's take here. Let's take a look here at verse number 11. Ephesians 6 and 11. He tells them to put on the armor of God, which is to equip ourselves. Everybody must be clothed in humility hmm, before they put this armor on. Hmm? Now, if you going to put on the armor of God, you got to make sure you clothed in humility first. Because you put all this stuff, David, oh, Lord have mercy. David told, David was humble when he said to Saul and his men, I haven't, I haven't proved this stuff. This stuff, I haven't proved it. He was humble enough to realize I can't put this stuff on. Hmm? He was humble enough to say, I haven't proved it. Praise God. We too can't put on a bunch of, oh Lord, a bunch of armor and be full of pride. Because hmm? then we ain't going to be able to stand. Hmm? This armor is designed for the humility, for the for the humble, for the humilitized believer. And when we put on the armor of God, we must be humble because it's God 
that's doing the protecting and oh Lord is going into the battle with us. David understood this. Oh, I got to go. I got to quit. David understood when he faced that giant, that uncircumcised Philistine, he understood that the, oh Lord, that the enemy came to him with a spear and a sword, but he said to the enemy, he spoke it. And he said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. Glory. And we need to come in the armor of God and humility. Praise God. And look at this. Oh, I'm feeling good today. Look at this. I, I'm going to go ahead and finish this out. A little bit of this. I got to go. We're going to get out of here in the next five minutes. He says here, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse number 12. Now, this is where I want to let you know these opposing forces. We have opposing forces that's against us, saints. Now, you can believe it or not believe it, but I want to let you know. The Bible tells us here, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. These people that's carrying out these attacks in our cities, in our countries, in our malls, this shooting that just happened at the vigil, oh, Lord, it's not a flesh and blood war. These are spirits getting in people. Glory. And they're causing people to carry out, oh, Lord, an attack that's been, oh, Lord, propagated by Satan. I won't let you know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not testifying for the devil and I'm not advocating for him. But I'm letting you know this is a real attack and the devil don't like none of us. If you love God, the devil don't love you. And I'm going to let you know, oh, Lord, we need to stop shacking with the devil. I won't let you know. Hmm? We, oh, Lord, huh? We need to, oh, we claim that we're married to God, but we're shacking with the devil. I got to go. Well, let, let, let me get out of here. We need to, we need to break off all alliances with anything that's unrighteous. Look at this. He said, wherefore, he's, oh, Lord, have mercy. He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Principalities is these laws and governments and things that are passed that are anti-church, that are anti-God, that are anti, oh, Lord, righteousness, that are anti, oh, Lord, that are anti-Christ. Look at this. These things are anti-Christ. They are passing these laws because they're anti-Christ. Huh? Anytime they talk about taxing the church, you know it's anti-Christ. Look at this. There's always been a separation between church and state. Look at this. He says here, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world. Don't you know the rulers, oh, Lord, in our governments, they sit in a dark place because a lot of them don't even believe God. Oh, like I know, I know, I know. Y'all probably say all the news are going too deep into it. Some of these people on Capitol Hill don't even believe in God. They're passing laws, oh, Lord, that oppose what the Bible deals with. One man, one woman. Hmm? They want to they kill all the men and all the baby children. Hmm? But we not for abortion. Oh, I know. I know. It's a hot topic. I know. 
I know. I know there woman got a right to choose. I ain't dealing with that. I'm dealing with the point of we don't have no right to take nobody's life. Praise the Lord. We didn't bring the life here and we ain't got no reason and, and, and no, no permission from God to exterminate life. Praise God. We're just murderers. That's all we are. If we think, oh Lord, if we think God don't see the blood on our hands, let me go. I got to go. I know I'm dealing with a controversial thing. I know you may have questions or concern, but the Bible is right and somebody's wrong. Huh? The husband of one wife. Oh Lord, let me get out of here. I know. I know. I know I'm messing with some stuff. Y'all going to mess around me. Oh Lord have mercy. But you know what? Mm. It's Adam and Eve, not, not Adam and Steve. Hmm. I just want to let you know. Hmm. Too many people, you know. It's, it's not uh Adam and Eve, it's not Eve and Louise. Hmm? It's Adam and Eve. And I just want to let you know. We have to teach what God has proclaimed for the believer because these are all attacks from Satan. I gotta go. Y'all, y'all stay with me. Come back and join us next week. But I'm gonna finish this scripture out to verse number um 13. He said, I'm, I'm at verse number 12 in Ephesians 6 and 12. He says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world. And he goes a little bit farther. This is the kicker. We'll be picking this back up Wednesday. He says, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, somebody going to ask the question, how can there be spiritual wickedness when we supposed to be right? Hmm? It can be spiritual wickedness when it's deception is involved. And Jesus said in Matthew 24, the first thing he said when he went on this, his discourse is let no man deceive you. And this man can be deceived if we use this Bible huh, to, to, to work Satan's agenda. Huh? I know. I know people say, well, how can you use the Bible work Satan's agenda? You got millions of people using the word of God to work Satan's and propagate Satan's agenda. Cause guess what? They wasn't called by God and they wasn't sent by God and everybody. Oh, there was some went, but they weren't sent. I got to go. And I'm, I'm referring to, so you can, well, as I get off this broadcast, you can search the scriptures. This deals with the false prophet. Hmm. Huh? Oh, Lord. The sorcerer. Oh, Lord. The witches and the warlocks. Praise God. We need to know there's some spiritual wickedness in high places. And they also oppose the things of God. But they put up a scheme. Oh, I got to go. They put up a facade and they put up a front. Hmm? And they got that halo on. And Jesus called them sheep, wolves, wolves rather, in sheep clothing. That's what Jesus called them. And so I got to get out of here. I can't go any farther, but we're going to pick it back up. There's plenty wolves in sheep clothing. And so if you don't believe me, we'll get back on it on Wednesday if the Lord's will. And we're going to talk about all of these things that's listed in Ephesians 6 and 12. All right. And so may God bless you. May God keep you. Uh, we hope that you would uh, continue to be with us. Uh, I did want to uh, 
uh, have you for your study time, read Second uh, Corinthians uh, 10 and 4, all right? You know, Second Corinthians 10 and 4, he says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Hmm? Oh, Lord, have mercy. And bringing it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. Huh? We got to be hum in humility. We got to be willing to take our thoughts and bring them into the obedience of Christ. When they don't line up with what God said, God's word supersedes what we believe, what we think, what our opinion is. Hmm? And as I said before, the Bible is right and somebody's wrong. These are the faithful words of your host, Elder Gregory Newsom of the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, until next time, we want to say God bless you. Uh, thank you again, all of you, for joining us today. Brother Dominic, uh, Brother, uh, uh, I believe, Mensa, Priscilla, and uh, Bella. Uh, and to all of you that are listening to the Faith in God Internet TV, we want to give a shout out to all of our viewers and subscribers. Let us know, uh, yeah, you know, what, what your uh, thoughts are. Give us your feedback. Uh, let us know if you like. Uh, what you've been hearing on the broadcast and uh, we'd like to hear your testimony or your remark. We also have, uh, let me go ahead and show you. We also have uh, our broadcast on zoom. So if you desire to uh, ever join us on zoom, we ask that you would uh, take a look here and join us on zoom. Uh, please take that information down. If you want to join us on zoom on Wednesday, please just text us in advance so we can uh, set you up for the zoom call. And the only thing you have to do is uh, sign into the Zoom and we will admit you to the uh, to the video conference so you can be live with us on the broadcast and share uh, um, your uh, testimony, um, share your uh, uh, view on uh, our remark on some of the things that we have talked about on this particular subject and topic on this week. And so with no further ado, we want to say God bless you. Uh, thanks again for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we want to say God bless you. Uh, we love you. Until next time, uh, God bless you in Jesus' name, and thanks for joining the broadcast.